Welcome to If You Know You Know Therapy with Haley Mayer. Moving on to area two of the different areas of wellness is the one that I work with a lot, the emotional well-being. Um, Emotional wellness, it's more than just, I think, just the basic baseline emotions. It's also to be, not just be aware of your emotions, but to learn how to like treat them as another relationship, how to be able to be aware of what is going on how to know how to accept those emotions, find needs. You're treating this part of you as a part that needs to be specifically looked into and know how to express that part's needs. Okay. There might be a part that for emotionally I need, but my physical wellness does not need or vice versa. And your emotional wellness isn't just about how am I emotionally handling all the different things. It's also about what do I additionally need to be able to be a more rounded person? So that's kind of all. I mean, I think if we were to be in a, just a general like theory class, I think that would have been, oh, that's just vague enough to be a good theory, but let's get a little more specific. If I am looking at my emotional well being, I'm looking at, do I feel like I can freely express my emotions or do I feel like I often belittle them or ignore them. What, what usually happens with those emotions? What also were, what was I taught? I think if you were able to look back and think about someone who you feel like is a well-rounded, a well-rounded emotional person, you're probably thinking about someone who accepts their emotions. They don't demonize them. They don't try to ignore them. You're probably thinking about someone who honestly feels comfortable in their own skin. That's usually a good explanation of someone who is good with their emotional well-being. And to be fair, when I ask people to do that kind of a activity, many of them state that they have never met anyone who's good with their emotions. And I think that that's an important thing to just be aware of because some of us really haven't, especially when talking like with Claire and things like that. And earlier episodes, we've talked about how that emotional well-being is something that has often been glamorized. Like if you look at the times when Freud became popular and things like that, it was very glamorized about the psyche and things like that. But unless you had a big problem, people often didn't think about everyone else's emotional well-being, just those who had those more extreme tendencies. And I think that in a way has also gone into today's world because what I've noticed is that I get a lot of people coming in who will talk to me and say things like, well, it's really not a big deal. So I don't really need to worry about it. Or they do the opposite where they make something that to others might seem like a simple situation into a bigger deal because they feel like if they don't, they won't get the credit that it deserves, that it needs to be looked at. And I feel like there's very little balance in either of those approaches. And so if we're looking at an emotional being, we're looking at someone who I'll often call it capital T trauma or little t trauma. Capital T trauma are the big crises situations, right? We're talking about abuse. We're talking about um, assault. We're talking about those kinds of things. Little t trauma, we're talking about things that are smaller than those big T 
trauma situations, but there's still trauma. And that could be anything from getting a paper cut to our mom telling us not to talk to us right now. She's busy and feeling we're being put aside. And I think both of those things are really important to notice that I don't really care which version of trauma it is. They're both valid in their own space that something is going on. And so when it comes to emotional well-being, we need to first of all validate that whatever it is we're feeling emotionally it has a space. Now, what we often feel is that our emotions are maybe too much for us. So that's when we start learning how to avoid them. We become very avoidant with our emotions. In those situations, I think the best thing to well-round ourselves in our emotions is to practice how can I just be curious about the emotion. I'm not doing an investigation I'm not looking into it. I'm just being curious about what it is that it's bringing up for me and what it is that it has the capability of working through with me. And I think in those situations, it's essentially taking a small bite out of a big thing. And we're realizing we can't just go into the huge project of it. We need to just be able to take little by little. But it's also through practicing every day what it is that in our emotions we are working towards. So that looks like daily check-ins. That looks like daily learning how to identify what emotion it is I'm feeling. I have some clients that they literally take an emotions wheel. And if you don't know what that is, it's usually like a rainbow. Um, I like the rainbow versions because it gives me a little differentiation to be able to look through them because there's a lot. And it starts with the core emotions where it's like sad, happy, depressed, you know, or the, you know, mad, those kinds of emotions. And then it breaks them into some more detailed emotions. And then it breaks those down to even more detailed emotions. I believe there's only really three tiers on there. And I think that's all you need um, for right now. So when it comes to emotions, I have some clients that they literally print that out, put it on their wall and they practice identifying it. And some I have to give them that homework of three times a day, usually around a mealtime, because that's the easiest time you're already sitting three times a day. I want you to sit down and I want you to look at your emotion and just and determine what it is. Like, what is my emotion right now? And that's their daily practice of taking care and knowing what their emotion is. The next step is identifying once I know what my emotion is, what customarily is the need that that emotion has for me? So if I'm angry, if I'm angry, maybe my need in that emotion is that I feel like something has been done wrong to me. So I need to identify what it is that right now I feel like there's a there's a wrongdoing happening right now. If my emotion right now is a sad emotion, it means I feel like I've lost something or it feels like I'm not good enough for something or, you know, there's different things. I think that's another thing that we sit there and we ask again, being curious. I think being curious is the best way to take care of our emotions because first of all, there's no book that says, if this is the thing that's happening to you emotionally, you therefore have to do this. There's a book that gives you ideas But all good emotion books knows that each person is an individual and they're going to be different. Okay. So it's the idea of being curious and practicing. If I have a need, what do I do with that need? Where do I go with that need? And I think it's also learning how to just sit in the emotion. We're programmed to not want to be in uncomfortable spaces. We are comfortable with being able to not be in a corner with something. So we need to kind of, again, practice being comfortable in uncomfortable places. And that means sitting in our emotions a little bit more. That means writing them down. 
hey, journal work is amazing for your emotional well-being. Not because it's really, you want to keep a record of all of it. Just the physical act of sitting down, letting it out, letting yourself organize your thoughts. That is really where the benefit lies. And it's cool to track it too and see what's going on. So I'm not saying there's no benefit in having it written down. Another thing is also learning what your emotions look like to you. One of my favorite activities I ever like doing to people is I connect with music. So I know that's one of my things. I know not everyone does, but I've had experiences to show that a lot of other people do connect with music as well. And I will have people make playlists based off what emotion they're wanting to have. So if they're wanting to have a more positive at, like outlook on different things, I have them make a playlist on what are songs that just help you feel positive. Okay, what things influence you? If you have a if you have a playlist of I just want to feel sad, but in a safe space, sad, they make playlists of that too. And that's you learning how to first of all identify the emotion and confront it and be able to not confront it. I feel like that word might be taken the wrong way. I know what I'm meaning by that, but it sounds like a pretty like conflict inducing word. Just being able to validate it and being able to recognize what it is that this certain music piece does to bring that out for me. And so I also do this. If you're just starting, I have people take that emotions wheel and take those like five middle emotions and find a song that helps them feel that emotion for each one. Scared. Love that one. Cause it'll, I mean, everyone knows what some scared type of music is, whether it be, it's like a soundtrack to a scary movie or, you know, there's, um, you know, sometimes some heavy rock will bring up that scared feeling. Sometimes it's like a really slow, melodic, you know, minor keyed song. And that also brings it up. Um, for kids, I'll bring up the music of when in The Lion King, there's the wildebeest um, stampede. They, most kids know that and they automatically get into this like, oh, that's scary music, right? And so they know that that's what it is. And so if you need help identifying what your emotion is and how you feel it, I would say go to music, but the same can be done with art, okay? I love looking at certain pieces and being like, that is happy, that's scared. That's, you know, the scream, scary picture. We all kind of identifying it. Whatever median connects with you, try it out, see what it has to do and how you can connect with it. And I think go from there. Thanks so much for listening. If you have any questions or if you want to just reach out, you can find me on Instagram at Haley underscore the underscore therapist. So at Haley the therapist with spaces in between. Also be able to reach me if you need email at IYKYK therapy at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you.